I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your beautiful co-host... Colton Davidson, sorry. I made like a gesture and I was like, we're just recording this on, uh, we're just recording the audio. It's me, Colton Davidson. Yeah, if you guys could see what we were doing, you'd probably be like, uh. anyways, um, we're back again for another exciting episode. Uh, we, this is going to be kind of a shorter podcast than we usually yep. do. Um, we still got a lot to talk about, but um, we're kind of on some time constraints right now for today, but yep. um, it'll still be pretty good, but we're going to start out with the ever so great uh, trivia question. The now infamous trivia question. The infamous trivia question. Mm-hmm. And this one is probably pretty easy, but you'll probably be able to get this pretty quickly, but All I right. want to see how you do. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. All right. There have only been four teams in NBA history to have ever uh, won more than three titles. More. more than three. More than three. Can you name the four? I'm not going to give you okay. one of them because okay. they're okay. all Okay. okay. So easy. Miami Heat. No, not oh, wait, Miami. Wait, more than three. More than three. Miami so, has won three. Okay, okay. So, so it's got to be more than three. Celtics, obviously. Celtics, obviously. Lakers. Lakers, obviously. Um, They're all pretty obvious if you really think about it. I'm trying to... I'm I'm, I'm just brain farting like crazy over here. Oh, God. I should know... I should know... I should know this, shouldn't I? Probably. Um, I mean, we do do an NBA podcast, and yeah, this is pretty important. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio. There's, that's the one I thought. Oh, really and see. then and then the the Bulls. The Bulls. Okay, yep, that's it. San Antonio Bulls, Bulls. Celtics, Lakers. That one's a pretty easy one. We'll mm-hmm. we'll be back with some better ones. I was. I don't that, really is that the first one, one I've gotten in like six months? Like uh, just probably. straight up got it. Well, last time we did one, you gave us a question of someone who I still don't think. Yeah, actually that exists. that was that was no. He exists. Does he? He totally exists. Wikipedia said so. Well, apparently that guy at the gas station knew. Yeah, who he was, was, so. what he did was he he said. I know it's you, Reggie. And he says, no, that's not me. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking it's about, listen to our last one. Yeah. It's great. No one knows. We don't know what we're talking about. Anyway. So, uh, but let's jump right in. Um, as we usually do, uh, we got some little bit of Thunder news going on. Yeah. Um, first off, I'd like to start out with... Carmelo Anthony, everyone's freaking out about Hoodie Mello, yeah. how good he is. There's like Hoodie Mello on 2K, who's like a 99 rating. Which, by the way, <laughs> if they put Hoodie Mello in 2K, I would be so happy. You're just gonna play constantly with Hoodie Mello, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Is, is, is Hoodie Mello is Hoodie Mello gonna be on the all-time uh, Knicks team? Yeah. Not like not even Carmelo. It's just Hoodie Mello. It's just that's the whole team. Yeah. It's just it's just Mello. like five Hoodie Mellows. It's Hoodie Mello, and then like. <laughs> Enos Kanter is there for some reason. Yeah, because Enos Kanter is like keeps posting all the videos of playing, and he, like they're never passing him the ball. He's yeah. like he's like the little brother that got brought along to go play outside, go, go play <laughs> basketball with the with all his friends. Like, like oh, we need a fifth guy. Come on, Kanter. Come he's and then like, like okay. and it's like he gets like a rebound. He gets so excited, then probably tries to like dribble out with it, and it gets it stolen at half court. <laughs> and they just start. They just, after that point, they just start to play without him. So they play four on five, and it's still bad. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Saying. yeah. Anyways, uh, I mean, if you don't know what you're talking about, you probably do. But throughout the summer, Melo's been posting these crazy videos of yeah. him just playing with other all-stars and superstars at this one infamous court. I want to know where the court is. Yeah, Every, that's, that's the greatest the question going where on in America is this right now. Court? I bet it's somewhere in, like, the freaking mountains of, like, Montana. 
Like it's going to be the weirdest place, or it's just in New York City. No, it's probably in, it's probably in a big metropolitan city. Are it's you just, sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in a mountain. Yeah, it's in, in a mountain. It's like it's like under it's like a, someone tunneled underneath a mountain, built a basketball court, and that's where they're hauling this out, right? Hoodie mellow, hoodie mellow, hoodie mellow. Just, do whatever he wants. And it's just like like in the in the court, there's just banners, and it's like hoodie mellow, shirtless Jr. <laughs> it's just, a canter that without the ball, <laughs> black, <laughs> black mask, uh, LeBron, just yeah, he's like crazy. Yeah, things. a Russell Westbrook with the face mask on, yeah. the clear mask, and then a Russell Westbrook just like in the shooting motion because that was uh, the video they put up today. Um, Westbrook was in it, yeah, and like uh, every shot he was taking was uh, on the right, on the right side of the court, jumping, doing like that Kobe type uh, right, fader, right? And that's that's kind of what I want to talk about, Russ actually came uh was there to play with Melo yeah. in one of these games which was kind of cool because i didn't think he'd do yeah. something like that i never i wouldn't believe you it don't either. really see russ doing those kind of like exhibition russ, games out of russ doesn't have friends in the nba yeah yeah <laughs> uh but that's totally on purpose though yeah like he just like you russell's that kind of guy who's just like i don't want to talk to you yeah like if he doesn't like you he lets you know he, but uh uh I, it was really cool watching him play with everyone, and of course, Canner was there and everything. Yeah. But Brandon Jennings was there, and Brandon Jennings posted a picture of him like trying to guard Russell, and he was like, "Look at me trying to guard Russell. Like, huh, I can't do this." Yeah, and, and he did. Didn't he tweet? He tweeted. Uh, I th- he said Russell's even better than he was last year. Yeah, already. which is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it would be amazing if he was even better than he was last year. It would be amazing. I actually after I I. Uh, looked or after i read that mm-hmm. i there was a little smile that came on my face and i was like oh Ooh. russell's gonna be better you know what i'm saying Ooh. everyone has russell leading the league in assists this year yeah that, i mean it's hard to make a case that why he wouldn't it's really hard to it, make it a case. Is, like they're like you know, hard. james harden's gonna get the ball taken out of his hands a lot more right um there's the, i mean who else would chris paul as well those were probably the two and then well john wall might might vie for that too john wall's always one of those guys who he can like under the radar yeah average a lot of assists but he can do that with anything john wall can do that with points and like he, he's probably the second best rebounding guard like yeah. point guard out of russell westbrook behind russell westbrook um well, this isn't really on the thing on the, the the podcast outline here but shaden what did you think about uh john wall coming out and saying he's the second best he's the best all-around point guard in the nba what do you think he has a point do you think i mean he... i think any player is like players all the time are like oh i'm the best you know yeah. they got to keep that kind of high morale so they you have to have some kind of confidence if you're going to be a professional sport yeah, yeah. player sport well player. um i think there is a little bit like if you say all around because if you think about it you know russell's not really known he's known for steals and he and people know that whenever he wants to get locked in he can play some very good top level defense john wall seems to be more committed to playing that top level defense all the year around the only the only real big knock on john wall is his outside shooting which is improved yeah which i mean those are really his only knocks um that's his only look. he's he is pretty good. I think he's the fastest player in the NBA. I think he's faster than if you do a foot race between him and Russell. I think John Wall would be quicker. But Russell has so much athleticism and, and has that willpower, and power, yeah, yeah just, power, just, just power, strength to do everything. And um, I will, I will say that John Wall has a better has better court vision and probably a better basketball IQ than Russell Westbrook does. But Russell's so explosive and like. The defenders have to be on him mm-hmm. to where he has to be double teamed, and he it spreads the court open a lot more. And yeah. I think that's why Russell will get more assists than him. But uh, if if you ask me who I want on my team, uh, Russell Westbrook or uh, John Wall, John Wall, it's everybody says Russell Westbrook. Exactly, right? you have to. Yeah, I mean he's Russell's a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. But John Wall saying he's the best all around. 
I, I, part of me like doesn't want to argue with it, but the other part is just like with Russell's athleticism, it just you can't rebound at a point guard position better than Russell Westbrook. You can. And the way he moves, it's really hard to get more assists than him or score more than him. So you you have to say Russell. You yeah. have to. But I think John Wall saying that, like, it's not completely crazy, him saying that, because he is a really, really He's good a very player. good point guard. He's one of the most underrated players in the league, I think, and he's been for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to see him really take that next step this year and kind of him and Bradley Beal take that next step. They both need to stay healthy for a full season. Yeah, seriously, especially Bradley. But he Bradley played pretty good this last season. But um, yeah, this podcast has been really kind of jumbled. Uh, But before we move on and actually get on track, did you see that LeVar Ball will be in 2K? I hate that. LeVar? I hate it. (laughs) I am sick and tired of LeVar Ball. I don't want to watch any more of him. But isn't it great, though? No. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't, how, why is he in 2K? Is he going to be, is he sitting courtside at all the Lakers games? I don't know. Or is he like a player? Is he on the all time Laker team? Or what, what, (laughs) what capacity is LeVar Ball in this game? Like, I think it'd be kind of funny to, I guess I I could be, I would think it'd be funny if he's like on the courtside at all the Laker home games that you play in 2K and he's just always like screaming and losing his mind or like they have a halftime interview with him or something. Like, that's okay, okay, whatever. But if you're going to have him as a player, that's really weird. No, I don't think they have him as a player. Okay, is he going to be? I think is he's he, in like the, like whenever you do uh, that like story mode type deal. Yeah, my and player. like in my player, is he like your dad that you constantly have to deal with or something? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that they put him in there. Was it necessary? Probably not. But a lot of people are probably like an intern. Probably snuck it in. Probably. Yeah. Or he stood outside 2K. You know, like corporate and was like freaking out about it. Like, put me in this game. Yeah. LeVar Ball just like He's showed like, up. You can't put Lonzo in this game unless you put me in this yeah, game. Yeah, he's got like he's got like his big baller. He's got a Lamelo and his Lonzo Ball shoes and just like slams him down on the desk. It's like put me in the game. Hey. Let's go, Ball family. Yeah. I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah. Um anyway, anyways, let's get back on track because we the hardcore got off track. Yeah. There. Um what's going on with Abrinas? Abrinas uh playing in the Eurobasket League. Or Eurobasket, Euro League, whatever. Basketball in Europe. Something to that effect. Um nice. he twisted an ankle, I believe is what the official thing is, but it was also coming out that he messed up his knee, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrifying. But it's basically the only new, the only thing that we know for sure right now is that he has been shut down by the team he's playing for. He's not playing anymore for him. Right. For the rest of this this Eurobasket season. So it's like two month two what two months until NBA basketball a month. It's it's a little a bit little over a, a, a little over a month. So there's some time to get to get back from it before tra- and before training camp starts. It's still very scary. Yeah. So I really just don't don't want to deal with that. Does that actually if, if if he can't play come the start of the season? Does that affect the Thunder lineup? I think all? so. Well, the um, in my mind, I think it does affect them because it takes one of their better shooters off. The they won't have one of their better shooters. I mean, Doug McDermott has proved he can shoot. But they have the coaching staff for whatever reason hasn't trusted him as much as they have Abrinas, so um, I think I think it would hurt. But at the end of the day, it might might cost the Thunder like a win or two. Who I mean it's not going to be anything huge, right? Yeah, I I um, see. I, I don't think it's going to hurt the Thunder very much yet. If, uh, if Abrinas well, was a little bit farther into his career and really knew how to play in the NBA, like NBA style, and you know developed that kind of yeah. mentality. 
Um, I think it would be a lot worse, but as of right now, we still have McDermott. And if, I don't think it's really going to hurt us very much. If we didn't have Paul George, I'd be freaking out. If we, it would be if we didn't have Paul George because that's that's like another. I don't know. If we didn't have Paul George, we just the entire state of Oklahoma just would be freaking out anyways. Yeah. Just because it's like, oh well, here we go, another season where Russell's going to have an awesome season, but we're going to end up like eighth in the West. Yeah. But but we do have. That's Paul a good George. argument. That's a good point of discussion we could talk about sometime. Do you think the Thunder would be able to compete in the West this year without Paul George? Yeah, I think, think they'd be. I think they'd still be, still be the seventh, or think they drop down to the eighth. I think we'd still be uh, definitely in the league, or definitely in the in playoffs. The playoffs. Um, I would say we're still in the seventh, just because you have those really really good teams, of course. But with Paul George not on there, I, there's still some some pretty decent teams and also you can't you can't back off on Russell Westbrook like he's gonna play really well so I think I'd still put us in the eighth or yeah, seventh something like that somewhere around there but um uh anyways uh let's kind of go away from the thunder for a little bit let's talk about what's going on in the league yeah um there's been some pretty cool interesting stuff going on in the league we've talked about uh Isaiah Thomas you know leaving mm-hmm. per se but uh, they get in traded, and Isaiah said, kind of, kind of brought out like a, a message to all other players, and said, you know, loyalty is just a word um, when it comes down to it. Okay, yeah, I did like. I mean, I, I totally get what he's coming from and what he's saying. Um, I did. Uh, did you read the whole article that he wrote no, the players, in the Players Tribune? I read the whole thing, and it's actually it's a fantastic piece. And that one part about Kevin Durant really isn't quite what the whole thing is trying to talk about. Um, it's just, it was kind of talking about, I think he wanted to make it very clear to Cavs, to Boston fans that he didn't want this and talking about how, you know, he's not, he didn't like, he doesn't, he didn't necessarily want to be traded, but he's going to embrace the trade. He's really excited about what's coming, but he also talked about, it had some really quick, it had some really good moments. I, I, I really want people to read this article. It's really good talking about how he really wanted to be, have a career kind of like Tom Brady where he was low drafted. No one expected to haul a lot of him, but he worked hard, became that superstar, became beloved in the city, like, like Tom Brady is in Boston. And he felt like he had was beginning to achieve that in Boston. And he got that taken away from him. He was talking about that. Um, so I, I think the, the whole Kevin Durant thing is kind of overshadowing what all he, what else he had to say in that article. But he did, I still disagree with this point about Kevin Durant. I mean, I think that the, if the Kevin Durant had gone to any other team in the league, there would not be this 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 um, anger towards towards him because no, nobody's really mad about him leaving the team. Everybody's mad about him going to the team that beat him and the team that is already stacked. Right. You know. Right, and that's yeah. I, I think I that's the point that, that I think that's the point that a lot of even players are kind of missing. Fans aren't mad about. You know, Oklahoma City fans aren't mad about, aren't necessarily super upset about him leaving. I mean, they are upset, but the most of the backlash is that he went and joined the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Every player, no matter who they are, they're gonna like. Even if they say, you know, I didn't win a championship, but I'm happy that I stayed with this team. Somewhere deep in them, they're gonna they they want the championship. Yeah, everyone. I mean, wants yeah, the I totally get it. Everyone wants that that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, loyalty. I mean, I I think Isaiah, it makes sense in a way, because um, there's there's players who, you know, were on like Scottie Pippen. If Scottie Pippen would have left the Bulls, he probably probably wouldn't have won. Definitely wouldn't have won as many championships. But he probably could have had an MVP 
or something like that, you know, something else to improve his resume into the Hall of Fame. But um, but yeah, uh, the article's really interesting. I, I I didn't have a chance to read the whole thing. It's long. Well, I think they really need to get cracked down on these Player Tribune articles. They need to they need to max out a word count or something. This is really long. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the thing. If fans are reading it, like because it's a player, like oh Isaiah Thomas wrote this, I want to read the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? If it's just some dude writing. Okay. Do you do you want me to read the the quote? Yeah, really. or, or the quote. Okay, so uh, plus in a lot of ways, basically he's talking about how he's not mad at management, and but he he gets it. He gets why they made the trade, but he still kind of it hurts, is what he was saying. But he's not really mad at anybody. He's still I think he's still friends with Danny Ainge and all them. But basically he says plus. In, okay, so this is the quote. Plus in a lot of ways, I think I actually think that this is a good lesson not only for me but for the league as a whole and for the fans in the media too. You know, just in terms of how they talk about guys changing teams. I was thinking about that last year with KD and his free agency, how people gave him such a hard time for doing what he felt was best for him in his future. How they turned him into a villain just for doing what he what was his right to do as a free agent in this league. Suddenly it was, oh, he's selfish. Oh, he's a coward. Suddenly just doing business on his end and doing right by himself, he was portrayed as the bad guy. So I guess he's ta- he, he kind of has a point about how fans will you know be all over players for leaving their franchises but they don't get as mad at management for you know trading players like Isaiah Thomas because I mean Isaiah Thomas put in a lot of work for Boston played the day after his sister died right. I mean that, I that mean city. that he I mean you can definitely tell I mean this whole article I think it's very genuine that he loved Boston and he wanted to stay in Boston but um in fact he has a really cool quote at the end um about what his goal is hang on let me find this. Um, yeah, I I mean, I have all respect for, for Isaiah Thomas, and I hope he really is successful with Cleveland. Okay, he basically he ended the quote with, uh, I like to imagine that sometime not long from now, somewhere in Boston, someone is going to be a parent talking basketball to their kid, and their kid is going to ask them point blank like kids do, you know, yo, why why you become a Celtics fan? And that parent, man, they're going to... They're gonna. They're going to think back to themselves, really think on it, and they're going to smile and tell the truth. I saw Isaiah Thomas play. I think that's kind of cool. That is uh, really cool. He said that would make me very happy. For me, I think that'd be enough. That's really cool. But hey, maybe people will become Cleveland fans because yeah, they saw I mean, Thomas. yeah, maybe, maybe. Not LeBron James. Who yeah, cares about I, LeBron James. Yeah, that's not, Cleveland according to like you, him? he's not the best basketball player on the planet anymore. That's not what I said. Yeah, you said he's not a good basketball player. That is what you said. Anyway, moving on. We'll move he's on. I don't want to get into this. Player. But straight basketball talent. But he is the best player in the Any, world. Anyway. Um, because of physicalness. I'm tired, guys. Anyway. Physical features. Physical. All right, let's, let's move on to um, the next thing. Uh, James Harden was recently, well, I guess more of Manu Ginobili was recently compared to James Harden, mm-hmm. you know, before there was a James Harden. Um and I thought that was kind of interesting. I was, I kind of thought about that. And if James Harden would have stayed with the Thunder, he probably would have had a very Mono Ginobili esque career. I could see it, yeah. Um, which Mono Ginobili is a. Here's what I'm saying about Mono Ginobili. James Harden was able to leave our team from playing six man and start on a team and become a superstar, right. become an MVP candidate. Mono Ginobili, I think, is an amazing player, first bout Hall of Famer, of course, but. The way he plays, even how he played back in the early 2000s, I don't think he had the ability to go to a team, start, and become the superstar that James Harden did. Yeah. He probably would go to a team and become, like, a multiple-time all-star, but I don't think he'd ever be, like, you know, in in MVP running or anything like that. I think Um, 
I think you're really right on that. Uh, I think James James Harden's probably a lot more athletic than Mononobi ever was. What do you think? Oh yeah, James Harden. Mononobi was really athletic, but James Harden. Um, there's just so much to James yeah, Harden. Um, I do. I will say that Manu might is, is obviously got to be better on defense. He's no. I mean, he he can lock a guy down, can't he? Oh yeah. I mean, when I mean, Manu was younger, he was a monster. Yeah, and, and he he blocked James Harden in the playoffs. That was hilarious and amazing. That's yeah, one of my favorite great. things. He blocked anyway. Michael Jordan in the dunk contest. He did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think I think they got, they're onto something with you know James Harden being uh, a young. Um, the second coming of Amano Ginobili, but just bigger, better, faster, stronger. That's the thing. I think there's some players who are just destined to be six men, mm-hmm. like like Amano Ginobili or like a Derek a, Fisher, a, a Lamar Odom. Derek Fisher. Uh, well, Derek Fisher wasn't really a six man. I was about to say Derek Fisher started, uh, but uh, but like a, a J.R. Smith, I think, is way more valuable to a team when he's coming off the bench. Um, but I don't think James Harden ever really. He was he was a great bench player, but you could tell he he had more. Oh yeah, he he had more to his on the table than a lot of other players did, which is why you know everything happened. And I'm I'm happy for James Harden. I'm happy he's doing yeah. all this stuff. He's I, never. I, I will say this: I don't us. hate James Harden. I do get angry whenever he flops like a little girl all the time when he were playing them. But I I can I'm okay with the, with James Harden. Or he chokes. Yeah, that's fun to watch. Well, not when it was. Well, with not the when it when it was with the Thunder. No, that wasn't fun. But uh, yeah, those were some good times. Um, anyways, we're we're trying to like move this a little bit mm-hmm. quicker. Um, all right, so so there's a lot of rumors going around that that Cleveland might pick up Demarcus Cousins. Ooh. If this happens, they might trade their first round pick to pick up Demarcus Cousins. If this happens, does LeBron stay even if they have a not so great season this year? Even if they have a not so great season, but still have Demarcus Cousins, but they still have a Isaiah Thomas, Demarcus Cousins. May I mean? There's rumors that Dwayne Wade is is really thinking about going to Cleveland. So yeah. if they don't have a good season, would LeBron take that chance of staying with them and trying to figure out how to make this a good team? If you have a Dwayne Wade and an Isaiah and a, a Demarcus, um, I mean, I think you got to look at it as if they have all these assets of. Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Love, DeMarcus Cousins, and then a Dwayne Wade who wants to come play. If they can keep him healthy for long enough, um, you got to. You if you're LeBron James, you got to look at it and say, where else can I find? Where else is anything gonna? Where, where else can anything come close to as as much talent as this is without going and go, without going and joining Golden State? I mean, you got to look at it that way. I mean, where else is he gonna go that would be just as good, if not better? If you're a Thunder fan and you say, "Oh, I'll come to the Thunder," I think you're absolutely out of your mind. There's no way LeBron comes to Oklahoma City. I don't. Those rumors are stupid. I don't think he comes. I really don't. But I don't I mean people might say, "Oh, well, he'd have just the same kind of talent here in Oklahoma City." You're out of your mind still. What do you? Am I? Am I just rambling? You're giving me a funny look here. Well, because I mean, where, I where else would he? Be okay, okay. If 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 he's well, actually, because Boogie Cousins only has one year left on his contract, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So you got to look at it that way. So let, and this hypothetical is Boogie Cousins going to be on board for another year? Like let's say they have they have like they're um, guaranteed to have Boogie for uh, the 2019 season. I think that just depends when he's successful. Demarcus Cousins has still not been in the playoffs in his his entire career, and um, I think if when he gets a taste of the playoffs, and if they have that team, they're going to make the playoffs. But if they have like a really just not a great year, like a sixth or a fifth in the in the East, um, 
I think he will want to stay just because he got that little taste. And if they have that team and if they even if they didn't have a good season, I think LeBron's just going to have to figure out how to make this work. Because I, I agree with you. That's just too good of a team to just get Yeah, I mean, where, where else you – like the Thunder would not be able to offer that kind of talent. Yeah. And especially with that on the table. Yeah, so. I, I agree with you. If Isaiah Thomas can, if Isaiah Thomas can stay healthy, and like you were saying, if Dwayne Wade can, he's not going to get back to you know old Dwayne Wade, no. but if he can, he can still bring up a you know ferocity that he has, or like come into the playoffs like he, playoff Dwayne Wade does, then that's a scary team. Yeah, that really is. Um, but that'd be interesting to see. I feel like Cleveland, because Cleveland's GM came out and said they're trying to do everything they can to keep LeBron in Cleveland. Well, as they should. Which as it, any sane man would do, so as they should. But it's also kind of like, do you want to keep making all these risks? And if LeBron leaves, you guys kind of like destroyed your future a little bit, trading all away your picks if, and stuff. If I was them, I would not trade that 2018 pick. Yeah, it's it's hard. the The thought of having Boogie and and LeBron on the same team is really cool to me. But uh, if anybody can make that work, it's LeBron. But in which we talked about this before, but like in how the NBA is today you you really want to have that assurance you know um in the future and if they trade away that then they've kind of killed all of that so that that kind of scares me for that but it's cleveland do i care no let it happen yeah (laughs) i want i'm excited to see whatever they do up there sign freaking carmelo anthony i don't care and that is still a possibility the banana boat Mm -hmm. will happen in cleveland with demarcus cousins I didn't think DeMarcus Cousins was part of the crew. Boom. He's not, but that's the oh. thing. They're going to they're they're induct him into the crew, right? There. Yep. there you go. So you're going to have the banana boat guys. You're going to have a a dead Dwayne Wade, an old man LeBron, uh, Hoodie Mello. They're going to literally make him wear the hoodie every single game. Yeah. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, who's going to foul out every game. And mm-hmm. then you're going to have uh, Chris Paul, who – did I say Chris Paul? I don't know. But who You cares? didn't say Chris Paul, but yeah, Chris Paul ends up there somehow. Uh, so Shaden – there's some uh, political tension happening around in the world. Oh, God. Uh, I think this is funny. This is NBA-related. Don't worry. So, you know, uh, North Korea and America are not on the best of turns. But don't worry, everybody. Do not worry. Do not panic. We are in safe hands. The safe, loving hands of Dennis Rodman. He has come forth and said he's going he's gonna to come out and he's going to talk things. He's going to help uh, Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump talk through this. And he, they're, they're, everything will be okay. So Dennis Rodman's capable hands. He's gonna like just like whenever he was uh, and playing for the Bulls, he grabbed a dude's crotch and make sure they couldn't get that rebound. Well, he's gonna he's gonna grab China's crotch and you know say, hey, stay out of this. Go up and get that rebound. That is the sweet peace agreement between the United States and North Korea. It's gonna be great. He's gonna be one day. He's gonna be in charge of of the United States like nuclear codes, mm. and someone's gonna be like, "All right, Dennis, don't don't press that." <laughs> and Dennis is gonna be like, "Don't tell me what to do." And he's instantly gonna blow up like Australia. Or one of his like thousands of earrings is gonna come out, or piercings on his face is gonna come out and land on the button and make the button go off. Or he's gonna design everything. Remember in Monsters versus Aliens where it's like the two big buttons and one of the buttons made them coffee and the other button launched yeah. a bunch of nukes. That's how I feel like if Dennis Rodman designed anything, it would be like that. Yeah. Like one would give you a body piercing and the other one would, you know, blow up China or something. Yeah. Like so. that. But uh <laughs> a body piercing. Uh yeah, body well, piercing or a new face tattoo. The whole Dennis Rodman, I, I do not uh I'm not saying you guys should go out and watch this, but um Eric Andre, he does like a talk show and stuff, and he had uh, Dennis Rodman on 
I don't know. It was like a few years ago. And Dennis sat down and he was like, all right, first thing first, I don't want to hear any questions about North Korea. And then <laughs> Eric's like, okay. And he's like, so what's your relationship like with Kim Jong-un? And like, without hesitation, Dennis Rob was just like, oh, you know, well, we're pretty good. And all this stuff. Like just starts talking to him. It's so freaking ridiculous. Uh, Dennis Rodman never changed. Dennis Rodman. No, Dennis Rodman, you probably should change. You're you're in rough shape. Yeah. <laughs> There's the podcast title, Dennis Rodman. You're in rough shape. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, guys. Um, that's all we have time for today. Uh, this was just kind of more of a laid back podcast. We just kind of wanted to sit down and talk and just explain, you know, just a few things about what's going on. But the NBA season's starting soon, and we're gonna have a lot more stuff going on. We're gonna have more. Um, this season of some basketball is gonna be really fun. We're gonna yeah. have a lot more guests um a lot more you know new things coming mm-hmm. in the podcast that'll be fun for you guys but anyways i'm gonna let you sign it off my dear right, yeah uh give us a follow uh at slim underscore basketball um that's that's our person that's our the podcast's uh twitter twitter handle um and then follow the ocali on twitter the they tweet out our, our podcast links every week to O-Cast. sound Cl- oh, the ocast yeah. yeah uh they tweet out the links to soundcloud itunes all of that we do the same thing but you know they, they got lots of cool stuff on there um, so yeah, give the, give those both a follow. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Shane Smith, Colton Davidson, and we'll catch you guys next week. I'm a big great.